Yeah, it's your boy, mm-hmm. Mario Quinn. 2019, 2020, coming in full effect, level up music group. Yeah, 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 Jack. Uh, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climbed my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in my pocket. So <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy, Mario Quinn, and we are here with yet another Level Up podcast. This is episode 53, I believe. I don't know. It's been a lot, a long time coming. But anywho, I'm super pumped today. I hope everyone had a wonderful, wonderful Monday. Uh, I sure did. I spent a lot of time at home. Got to chill with the family. So, you know, I'm feeling refreshed. I had a good workout today when my man broke back. Um, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just really excited. I'm just really excited for today's episode because we have one of uh, Level Up's own in the building, my homie, Olivia Ryan. How you doing, Olivia? I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm fantastic. I just said that. It's like, <laughs> so spiffy right now. Oh my god. You're right. No, but I'm I'm really pumped that you're on the show. I know uh, we've been trying to make it uh, a better effort at like getting more of the people who actually work here that are like doing the work and involved in what we're trying to do on the show. So thank you very much for being on the show. Appreciate you for that. Thank you for having no me. No problem. No problem. So let's get right into it. I'm pretty sure the people would love to know all about you. I know enough but you know I'm, I'm, I'm open to learning more today so uh but without further ado uh if you could just let the people know in your own words exactly what it is that you do here in pittsburgh in pittsburgh, in pittsburgh. all right all the things oh, oh that's a lot of things mm-hmm. um so i am a dancer choreographer out here in pittsburgh mm-hmm. i am a personal trainer doing my corrective exercise uh, specialization, my performance enhancement specialization, Mm -hmm. my master's in sports and performance psychology. Um, If you want to know all of Olivia's jobs, um, you know, (laughs) know, waitressing and bartending on the weekends (laughs) and uh, Ubering during the weeks. But uh, no, I I came out here because I, you know, I'm from Beaver Falls, came out here about four years ago to live in the city and... um, I've been back and forth out this way my whole life anyways, mm-hmm. but I came out here like a rough time in my life, you know, when my dad had passed away and stuff, so I slowly wanted to get involved out here, mm-hmm. and I'm finally getting back to a place where I feel like myself mm-hmm. enough to get back to giving back the way I used to. So mm-hmm. doing a lot of the things to, you know, s- build my career, but kind of like taking my life one step at a time because I'd never feel whole unless I'm like helping mm-hmm. somebody else or or helping to better somebody else's life as well Mm -hmm. so like for me doing all those little things are my way of being able to have that time to give back Mm -hmm. uh through my dance through my training and um then slowly gonna work my way back into being able to do more community work and stuff like that so that's why you know it's great working here to be able to do a little bit of all of that Mm -hmm. so that's my pittsburgh life that is so beautiful. I, I, I love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I right, broke back. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let me get serious. But no, I, I love that. I think like, like having having a focus on helping others in turn helps you in the long run. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I feel like, especially me when I'm like teaching, is like, all right, I'm teaching, but I'm learning at the same time. And it's like, damn, I didn't even know I was doing this wave wrong, you know, but like, I think that's a very beautiful thing. So talk a little bit about, um, obviously you, you, I don't know if you came out the womb moonwalking or nothing, but <laughs> talk a little bit about, um, kind of how you got into, uh, you know, uh, being what I would consider a professional dancer and choreographer. 
Um, I've been dancing since I was three. Um, I did, you know, the usual tap ballet jazz, mm -hmm. and I picked up on so many other things along the way. Uh, African dance was always one of my favorites, dancing with live drums. Uh, I did mm. that a lot more in college, like okay. doing a lot of master classes. Um, that's where I really learned, like, I wanted to, you know, feel that beat, being able to move mm. with a, uh, a, a nice vibration. Mm -hmm. um, and I literally got any opportunity that I could to dance. Uh, when I did cheerleading, dance was my major thing. Mm -hmm. uh, choreographing was my major thing. Mm. Uh, even when it came to coaching, that was my thing. And I um, also did um, dance all through college. I danced through the dance department. I was co-captain of my uh, dance team, Golden Reflections, out at Kent State University. Shout out to Kent State, Golden Reflections. Um, <laughs> G-Flex. Um, but I literally could not see my life without dancing. Mm -hmm. So which is why like even though I didn't pick that up as a minor because their minor is basically the same amount of credits as a master's and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, you want me to be in college for a long time. It's mm -hmm. a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, I had to do something because for me, I just felt like so many things were bottled up when I wasn't dancing. Mm -hmm. um, so I was able to teach at different studios or sub for some of my friends like mm -hmm. when they were gone and, and pick up and work with a lot of like younger kids. Um, but I worked uh, teaching um, and coaching and working with uh, different groups for my old all-star cheerleading squad mm -hmm. and choreographing uh, routines and stuff and doing camps for their competitive squads all around Beaver County. Oh, wow. So I used to love doing that and I would, um, I did, you know, dance, cheer dancing for a long time, choreographing for that. I used to do um, dancing, uh, like I said, up in school, but I came back and got out of school and had nowhere to go because mm -hmm. you know when you come back home and if you're looking for a new studio mm -hmm. everything is all 18 and under right. and I'm like where the heck am I gonna dance right, and right, so right. for two months I had nowhere to go and then my sister um, had told me uh, that at the time like her current husband that his uh, cousin you know taught out here mm -hmm. at a place called Millennium and you know they just mm -hmm. opened mm -hmm. you know she could try to come out here and you know, so I was able to get there and start dancing again, and uh, it just felt so right to me because mm -hmm. those whole two months that I was off, like my whole body just like shut down. I was like, "What are you doing? Like right. you're not moving. You need, you you need know? to be moving. Exactly. What like right. uh, what are you doing with your right. life?" And I just noticed that's literally been such a huge part of my life. My everybody's like, "You're always moving." Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I would sit there and learn every dance mm. to <laughs> every movie right, and right, every right. video right. and. I'd be standing outside of my house mm. and when we had something fun to do, I was dancing or mm. choreographing mm. something and my sister and all of our friends and they were like, you guys don't do anything but dance. And mm. I was like, okay, well, right. you want to join? Right. <laughs> you, you guys want to come? Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was literally just my journey is mm. just, it was something that I absolutely loved doing um, for so many multiple reasons, but every facet of my life, even when I wasn't even conscious of it, mm. I was finding a way to dance mm. or finding a way back into dance. Mm. and. I was like, I just need to make a career out of something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. I need to make a career out of something that I enjoy doing, that I can give back with. Mm -hmm. um, and that just led me to making sure that I could do this for the rest of my life. And that was the same with like training. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to be a trainer for so many reasons, but I was like, I want to make sure that my body can sustain my mm -hmm. dancing right. as long as possible. So that was going to be actually going to be my next question. Like how, like how did you jump from, you know, just straight dancing into saying, you know what, I want to I wanna now get into training people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you kind of answered that. You say, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, my body can last the, you know, 
I could play the full game here. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, my knees hurt. So I understand. (laughs) I understand. I get it. I've learned wellness when it comes to your body in so many different ways that I wish I knew a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I used to think, you know, you had to be really sore when you got done with this Mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever, because that's what our bodies felt. And we weren't taught how to not let that happen, how Mm -hmm. to prevent that, how to help that once it happens, stuff like that. So I was like, if I would have known about yoga, if I would have known about my chiropractor, if I would have known about uh, foam rolling and Mm -hmm. uh, active recovery and Mm -hmm. things like that, I was like, I would have been, you know, so much better off along a longer way down the road. Right, right. But for me, um, everything fell into place. Like my mom's always like, why are you always getting a new specialization or something? Mm-hmm. I was like, cause I want to be very versatile mm-hmm. and I want to be able to go somewhere and still be able to make money no matter what by building a clientele. But mm-hmm. I was like, I want my personal training cause I want to be able to give back to people. I want people to learn how to be healthy, mm-hmm. spiritually, mentally, physically, every aspect of their lives mm-hmm. and that was one of my major goals to do that and that's why if anybody's been to my dance class and like i said i'm trying not to get too deep into certain things right. because you might ask me later <laughs> go, go but, right, right. Um, i can already hear she's like what am I, what am I, what am I? Up, <laughs> but, listen <laughs> i got you um, <laughs> but i uh i literally wanted to I want to bring people together with themselves and mm-hmm. how to accept themselves for who they are. And granted, like if you're doing training, you know, it's sometimes people do it for their body type. Sometimes you do, people do it to be healthy. But mm-hmm. I want people to learn how to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in my classes, I talk about that, too. Like it's when you're dancing, especially in heels, it's something that isn't sexy to the next person. But what feels good to you? Mm-hmm. And I always say like, we're not unique enough to be like oh, I'm the only person that thinks this. We want to think that we are, Mm. but we're not. You know, so something that you feel, somebody else in the world feels that as well and thinks that that looks good too. Mm -hmm. So finding yourself in that, and so that was like part of my training. And I went to school for psychology, and then I took an exercise psychology class, and Mm. immediately I was like, that's what I want to do. Like, I I feel like everything happens for a reason. If you pay attention to the signs, you Mm. know, if you open your eyes, everything will be pointed to you in the mm-hmm. direction that you need to go. You just have to take that opportunity when the opportunity is given to you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I ended up going from my fashion, something happened with that, with like a new advisor and stuff that pushed me in a new direction. Mm-hmm. I finished my, I had to finish my psych degree. So I did that in like a year and was like, I need to get out of here. And that was my last semester that I took this class. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we learned about a small section of sports psychology, mm-hmm. and which is basically exercise psychology is for the general population, but sports psychology is more specific. Right. And so I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me move towards sports psychology. That led me towards right when I got out uh, working on my personal training certification. And that was how this slowly started to move into play. And then I used to pray, like, this is what I want to do. Well, I don't know how to go about doing this. And as things are falling into place, and I was like, then my dancing started coming along, mm-hmm. then this, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. something clicked and said, all mm. of this is what I asked for. Mm-hmm. All of this is showing me, and now I see this is what I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and it was prepping me to get to where I am mm-hmm. now. So Sweet. it was literally like. I got I to gotta give you a couple. Yeah, that, that <laughs> had to snap too. That's be, No, because I, I really I really feel that because it's like there there's a lot, of, like I can only speak for myself, but there was a lot of things that happened in my life that like, and things that I learned that like slowly prepped me for this opportunity and then like figuring out like okay I want to be in schools but I don't want to be a regular teacher right yep. and it's like but I want to I want to teach creative arts and and it's like you know so I've I've done things to get myself in a position to where I I have been able to frame my brand around like the two things that I'm passionate about and that's like working with young people and dancing exactly. you know what I mean and that's, so I think that's it's really beautiful when that like aha moment happens and you're like ah 
this is what all this was for. Exactly. You know, because it, it seems like a mess as you're going through exactly. it. You're like, oh my god, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. What the hell? I, I need. I'm trying to find. Like you finally find like your 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 purpose. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, yeah. I got I got to give you a couple <laughs> snizaps. That's so dope. So, um, wow, deep. So I guess I guess um, like what do you see yourself like? You know, going like how do how do you see the next like five years panning out for you? Like with with like once you get when's your master's gonna be here? Um. I keep putting it on pause here and there. Okay. So <laughs> I, know, I, don't like, I don't like school either. I love school. Yeah, I love learning. Uh-huh. I love, I keep, that's why I keep picking up new certifications. Mm-hmm. If I can be a professional student, I would be. Mm-hmm. But I, um, the master's was a whole, whole nother jingle. And when I started it, it was like so fast. I was like, I want to start in the fall there. Like, well, we have a program starting next month. You mm-hmm. want to start it? I said, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they I want said, you in immediately. Sure. Right, right. Um, so, it was at the time where my sister was getting married and all this other stuff. Then my mom ended up going into the hospital and then mm. uh, later, like, my dad passed. And it was just, like, it was the most. Well, no, mm-hmm. my, da- my dad has already passed. It was, like, but it was getting, like, through that. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, I got through, you know, certain classes. And then I was, like, I need to take a break until my mental is ready and mm-hmm. I can still sustain what I'm doing now mm-hmm. and continue with a consistent class. Mm-hmm. So, um like I said, I kept starting, stopping, starting, stopping. Mm-hmm. And even, like, financially, like, I don't pay all that out of pocket right now. Right, right. And <laughs> so I'm definitely a couple years for that. But for me, for the next five years or so, like, I I wanted to um, move and all this other stuff. And honestly, like I said, I pay attention mm-hmm. when things are put in front of me. Mm-hmm. And some really crappy things have been happening that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. that I really can't leave until they're finished. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just taking advantage of every second that I have to build. And But just so many opportunities are happening. And this past year, I had been going through some things and working very hard to actively get through a lot, um, whether it's going to therapy mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like getting my mental health in check was my biggest thing. Mm. So once I actively fought through those hardest parts, because a lot of the time we go through a lot, but we know the steps we need to take, mm-hmm. but we don't take the time or want to feel mm. those bad things mm-hmm. that are, we need to go through to get to where we're gonna go next. That's so true. I was like fighting through some of the worst emotional parts of my life. Mm. And when I finally came out on the other side, I literally just felt so light. Mm. And even when it comes to accepting things and living our truth mm-hmm. and being like, am I living who I really am or am I living who I'm telling myself that I am? Ooh. So that was something really big for me. <laughs> you are dropping all types Sorry. of jewels. Continue. <laughs> Please, but, the people uh, need to hear this. Come on, continue. <laughs> Woo. Like for me, it was being able to, sometimes the hardest thing for ourselves is to say, to ourselves mm. what we're really feeling mm-hmm. or what we really think. Because once we say it to ourselves, then it feels real. Mm. And then when you say it out loud, it's concrete. Mm. And then we're like, okay, well, now I'm living it. Or now somebody else heard it, mm-hmm. and now they're holding me accountable. And sometimes right. it can be in a blank room, but saying those words mm-hmm. are the hardest things. Mm-hmm. And I can go into detail about other stuff, you know, like when I was younger. Mm. Um, it's like putting that pride aside to say I'm sorry mm. or to admit when you're wrong or Absolutely. to admit and take a, that self-reflection to look at yourself and say, well, could I be wrong or how could I take this? Or mm-hmm. to listen and not just respond or react. Mm-hmm. So I, I was working on all of that when I got to my aha moment after that, that and feeling so light and then applying those things. Because mm-hmm. I always say, you know, 
God puts us in a position, then he teaches us lessons and then gives us that same thing again mm, and then see. to see how we react right, to it, you right. know? And, and it happens consistently mm-hmm, through my life. Mm-hmm. And it started happening. And these past this past month, two months, I always used to say, like, blessings used to just come and come and come. Mm. And I don't know why they would come. Like, I would be... I would need like four hundred dollars or something because somebody shorted me or something, and all of a sudden I got a refund check in the mail for four hundred some dollars. Mm. Like little things like that, and I'm like, when you watch these blessings happen, that mm. you, and then you realize you've been praying for them, mm-hmm. or when you just see these opportunities come, mm-hmm. or when you just take the little steps to stay on top of things, mm-hmm. and you're like, hmm. And then you're prepared. Yeah. For when something does and you're come, like, and, you're like, and when shit. you read, and you're like, hey, I actually read that article right right. before I went to class, right. and actually this isn't that hard. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. It, it was one of those moments that mm. now I'm seeing my life. In, in such a, a better way, and I'm going to realize that there's going to be so many hard times within these next five years that I'm planning my mm, goals for, mm, these mm. ten years, but I'm ready to better hand them because I took care of the time to prep my mental first mm. and to, to build the foundation that I needed for these next five years right, right, to get there. Right. So now I'm like, all right, well, what do I want to do? And the more opportunities that keep coming to me, they're showing me what I truly have always wanted to do and what I've been doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I felt I lost these past few years since my dad passed mm-hmm. um, and that I was going through because I completely lost myself and mm-hmm. I was like alright well now I'm back to like I said I want to get back in the community I want to help I never feel whole unless I'm doing something for somebody else mm-hmm. with somebody else mm-hmm. and being able to give back because everybody I was always like uh, um, I was never a master of one I was always a jack of all trades mm. so I always did Same. a whole bunch of things <laughs> like, all the time and everybody <laughs> asked you that question right. like well which would you rather be right. and I always loved the backgrounds that I had because mm-hmm. I had such a strong foundation to view things differently mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so for me I love being a jack of all trades but it was like what was my thing like my mm-hmm. sister was a figure skater and she mm-hmm. was amazing mm-hmm. and she she dedicated her whole life her whole life to that mm-hmm. and that was her thing right everybody had their thing i was like what was my thing my thing that i realized was helping people right. being able to communicate or mm-hmm. empathize or mm-hmm. um be able to open up or allow somebody to open up so i can better assist them and, mm-hmm. and i was like well why did i go to psychology mm-hmm. why did i do these things because it's to to recognize how man- manipulation happens mm-hmm. how certain things happen and then to make sure that I don't do that and try mm. to live the most honest life that I can to try not to be hypocritical in my thinking. Mm. And because I feel like if I can live my true self and my honest self, then I can move whatever way I need to without right. second guessing anything. Right, right. And when you're living and doing something that you truly love to do, you will be successful. Mm. And if you're not trying to strive to get that success and you're just living, that success mm. will come. Right. So for me, I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to do my dance. I want to build a class, build a space where people can come in and they're not just learning something. Mm just for the day, but they have something to take home right, with them. Right, right. I want them to feel comfortable in themselves. Mm. We had like a breakthrough in one of my classes last week where, you know, there were a lot of tears shed. Yeah, I was like, didn't like they get emotional? <laughs> I remember something emotional. getting emotional. I was like, is they crying over there? And I love that. Right, that right. is, there's no better moment to me than you when you allow yourself to feel your feelings, mm. to feel what you want. And I was like, that's what I want to do. So mm. I want to be able to build on this. Um, my goal for 2019 is, you know, to start my new year with no debt, no credit cards, and stuff like that. So that's what I'm working on. So I want to start my new year off broke so I can start my new year off richer. So um, Mm. that that was my goal for now. I wanted to have my business, all my stuff put together Mm. for my new year Mm. and really start progressing that. So my goal for this upcoming year is also to do uh, some more investment in real estate, buy some properties. So Mm. that's what I've been saving for, too. Mm. And I want to use that money because these next five years, I want to be able to give back to my mom. Mm. My sister's having my new nephew at the beginning of this year. So I'm starting out this year. Right. Thank you. Um, I want to be able to have money for him. Mm -hmm. I've been spending more time with family. But these next five years, I want to be able to, my goal is honestly, 
I'm sitting down and rewriting these five years mm-hmm. goals, so mm-hmm. I don't want to tell them everything. Right, but right. it's like, you know. You got the whole plan and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I, damn, I break myself down. I, I was taking notes. I'm like, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just want to um, focus on family, mm-hmm. focus on building my brand and making sure that whatever I do with my life, I have time to mm-hmm. spend with family and mm-hmm. spend with stuff so I don't work for anybody else. Right. Um, I want to give back to my community and I want to give back to just people in general. That's just literally my focus for the next five years and be open to any opportunity that comes to me. I don't mm-hmm. want to have something concrete in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, so I'm still working on my five-year plan right now in mm-hmm. my organizer. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just like my general process that I'm working on is, is being open to those opportunities and not shutting anything down mm-hmm. when it comes to me if I'm just because like I might be afraid. Or right, 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 like right. Fair, I mean, fear blocks a lot of things, man. Like when you're... You know, you gotta be you gotta be willing to take that step and like, you know, b- become your better self. But I wanted to I wanted to make a comment because one of the things you were talking about is like being a jack of all trades. I think, um, I, I my entire life, especially in college, oh I hated it, because um, I went to went to school for media arts and animation, so to make cartoons and stuff. And but like I, everyone knew me for dancing. They're like, oh, you, you draw some stuff, <laughs> whatever. You know, even though I have my degree in it, I can draw fairly well and you know do all that good stuff. But like everyone's like, you're a dancer. You're. A, they used to call me businessman. They're like businessman, <laughs> businessman right there because I had different businesses. And um, but I, I just recently had a conversation with a friend, and I was kind of like complaining a little bit because I was like down on myself because I've been you know I've been going through a, a crap ton, uh, especially financially. And I'm just like you know I, there's all these things that I want to do and I just. I, I said to him, I said, I, sometimes I, I, I wish I just had a regular nine to five job and didn't do anything else because that's how stressed I was. I was like, I wish I was just a regular schmegler dude. And he, he talked about he's he talked about a toolbox. He said, look, he said, you got to understand that you're special. He was like he was like everything that you do is in a toolbox. He was like, just because, you know, you have this one thing or you have this one thing doesn't mean that you can't add to that toolbox. He was like, you might have a hammer and a screwdriver, but you might not have a wrench. He was like, so you can learn some things from here. And now that's in your toolbox. So when you come up, when you come up to do the job, you're like, Oh yeah, I could fix anything. You know what I'm saying? And like that, that just like reminded me of that. And I think like it's important because a lot of society makes us feel like we should only have one thing. Now I do think you should have one purpose, that's very important. And you said that your purpose was helping people. Um, and I feel like my purpose is within that. Um, but like it's it's totally okay to be skilled at a lot of things because you never know where in life how that's gonna help you or yeah. help someone else. And so um, I think that's super important. And I'm I'm actually like really impressed. My heart's beating ha- yeah. hard because I'm like, damn, she is so passionate. And like I never <laughs> knew I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. So we haven't had this conversation. No, in we've never I, I don't think I've ever had this deep of a con- I'm like, wow. We've had these conversations. That's deep. <laughs> oh, you and Ashe. I mean, Ashe easy to talk to. He just like, right. He'd be like, yeah, you know, you know, Shan, you know, <laughs> peace to the guys in the earth. You know what I'm saying? It's the sun going to come up tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. All right. So uh, since we're laughing, let's uh, lighten it up a little bit. I think uh, I do appreciate uh, everything you, you just said. And I hope everyone listening to this podcast and watching um, is really soaking up all this good stuff because it's like you're dropping jewels at the same time as like giving your story. So I think it's really dope. Um, but I want to get into my fun question that I like to ask everyone. Liv, uh, what would you say is your number one no-no? <gasps> Don't worry. I'll wait. Uh it's about to be something deep. All right. I was like, wait, because wait, I got <laughs> it a doesn't. Bunch of it doesn't have to be. I mean, it could be whatever you want. My number one. No I'm not no. gonna censor you. 
I was like, my number, but which, which, which like the one thing, it's like a thing you just like, ugh, no, nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> not, nada. Um, I had something else, but yeah, we'll, we'll go deep, we'll go deep. Oh, um, I don't like lying. Oh, okay. Um, just honesty. Mm. Honesty is really big for me because then I know how to move. Mm. And I can forgive, I can talk, I can, uh, I'm a really, really, really big person. When I say I try to live my truth and I try to live honestly, I've been mm. working very hard on that. Right. And I even used to be like, all right, well, I've been working on these skills. And then when I was in therapy, you know, just talking, mm. I was like, I feel like this isn't right. You know, mm. that, that like kind of that imposter syndrome mm. type mm. of thing. Mm. Like, mm. I feel like I've worked for this, but I, maybe I don't deserve it type of thing. And I was like, well, when I sit back and think, I'm like, I've been working on these skills for years, mm. and now I'm finally being able to put them into place. Right. And I was like, let me live that. Mm. So when somebody lies to me, then I'm moving differently, and that changes my route, mm. and I don't like that either. Right. But it's like, if you tell me the truth, we can work through something. Right. I can figure right. out something. I can right. understand right. better. But when you lie to me, then it completely throws me off. Because you, and you lose trust. It, that's, right. that's what I'm saying. Like right. Trust is really, really, really big to me. Like I, My word means a lot to me. Mm. Um, and I have my affirmations up, and I try to say them. You know, I am a good friend. I'm a good person. I am dedicated. I am committed. Mm. I am whatever it might be. But my word... I, I always say I want to be a person of my word mm. because that's hard. Mm. And I, I say, like, you know, sometimes I'm, I can make a very good first impression. But then when somebody puts you on that pedestal from mm. that first impression, mm. it's really hard to keep up right, to sometimes. Right, and I understand that everybody makes mistakes. I don't like judging mm. and I don't like lying. Mm. And I will always take in your truth the same as you take in mine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just openly, mm. open arms. I will never judge. You can always talk to me. But like I said, uh, when it comes to lying, it's something that, like, it just puts a stopper in me because, like, I can't be trusting with you mm -hmm. if you can't be trusting me because it's really hard for me to um, to rebuild trust right. um, from a lot of things that I've been through. But I will because mm -hmm. I've also learned I can't hold um, people responsible for other people's actions. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that energy stores in your body. It I feel does. like that's 100%. That, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like anger or like, you know, resentment against exactly. a person for hurting you. You just like, that shit energy is, is real. in you. It is. So and if you don't let that go, like. And I don't, I don't hold grudges. I don't hold any of that because, like, it's that same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you feeding somebody poison and waiting for, you know, mm -hmm. and, and waiting for, you know, drinking poison and waiting for somebody else to die. That's mm -hmm. literally how I feel mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, hatred and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. if I, what, am, what is it going to do for me to me be mad at you all the time and you're going off and you're living your life? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing you. And if, right. but when you know somebody's truth, you know how to move. And it doesn't mean I love you any less. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean I have less respect for you, anything like that. Mm -hmm. I just know how to move. Right. Period. And that's all I need to know. And, like that, and I know how to adjust. It's a pathological liar, so I'm going <laughs> to go to the right. You it's know what I'm like, saying? <laughs> but, like, also, like, and just being a person of your word, you right. know, just um, when you talk to me, if you say that you're going to do something, just follow through. Mm. And that's something, like, it could be something as small as, hey, we're saying that we're going here, you know, and then, you know, last minute, I try not to make sure that I don't back out just because I said I would. Mm -hmm. Maybe you change mm -hmm. your plans mm -hmm. for me to do that. Mm -hmm. And then if I back out, then your plans are all messed up. Mm -hmm. And if I give you my word, that's my word. Right. If I commit to something, I commit to it because I gave my word that I was going to commit. If right. I said I was going to show up, you know, I'm going to show up. And everybody falls short. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Things happen. Mm -hmm. So things are very situational. Mm -hmm. um, but that would be my no-no is just, you know, be a person of your word and, mm -hmm. and don't lie. I love it. And I feel like that's uh, something that like a lot of like artists need to hear a lot too because especially dancers and musicians, you know, cuz a lot of people people can be flaky, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I, you you know, uh, just for example, it's like when it's like someone wanting to uh rent the space, for example. Um and I know that's like a lighter example, but like we've had literally like on the calendar 
contract signed, don't show up. Even on the podcast, hey, I'm coming. Great, don't show up. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you know. And then I, they hit me up the next day, like, oh my bad, what happened was I forgot. And it's like, swear. You know what I mean? It's like, well, how serious are you? You know, I feel like that's a, it's a, it's a good judge of character too. You know what I mean? It's like you could tell who's serious about what they're doing and who's not. And that again. You know, guide you in the way you should be moving with that person. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And I feel like even on that note, you know, it can be something as small as, you know, showing up for a class. I'd rather somebody say, you know, I'm going to try to come, mm-hmm. you know, versus saying, hey, I'm coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Try. I know try means exactly. not. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I, if, <laughs> if you come, that means that you, you might you might not, right, you right. know, but that's your word. Mm-hmm. But if you say you're coming, then that's your word. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So going back on I mean, something might have happened. But that, like, for me, I've learned just very much over the past so many years of working for myself, Mm -hmm. um, different patterns, that that kind of stuff will happen, and Mm -hmm. also learning how to understand that that's, you know, how to adjust to those kind of things. But also, when I say, like, lying, um, if we can learn how to better not lie about regular things, because a lot of times people lie because it makes them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They don't like confrontation either. Exactly. And and if we can be more open to hearing the truth, Mm -hmm. then people are going to be more willing to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of the things, too. It's very much a reciprocated thing. If I'm open to be able to hear you say, I I might be able to do this, I might not, and then be like, cool, I would love to see if you get here. And if if you can't, cool. Exactly. But I don't want you to think, like, you have to tell me you're coming or else I'm going to be upset with you. Mm -hmm. So if you feel that you can speak honestly and openly mm-hmm. to me, then you're more willing to do so. And mm-hmm. but that's the same thing with yourself. If you're willing to tell the truth with other people, you can start to tell the truth to yourself. And mm-hmm. which goes back with what I was saying before is mm-hmm. if you can tell the truth to yourself and admit certain things to yourself, mm-hmm. admit your flaws and everything like that and live your real truth mm-hmm. without lies, because that's mm-hmm. what we are. That's what causes a lot of anxiety because we constantly tell ourselves small mm-hmm. lies mm-hmm. Um, to just keep ourselves going mm-hmm. and make this persona of who we think that we are and not mm. who we truly are mm. so we keep lying to ourselves and then have to keep up with all the things because we're putting on this facade for everybody mm, else right. and we're not sticking to that and then it's literally you're living you end up living a whole lie mm. so then when that lie starts to get touched on right. you get really anxious mm-hmm. you get angry you mm. get agitated you mm. lash out mm. and that's something that like i said it's just the basis of so many things mm-hmm. it's just being honest right. being honest with other people being honest with yourself and one of the things that i've been living off of for the past so many months i read this thing and it said other people's reactions have very little to do with you and everything to do with them mm-hmm. and when the, i've literally been living off of that and it's brought so much peace to my life because you might be lashing out on somebody else mm-hmm. but they could say the same thing back to you my lash out is based on what I've been through, what I'm going through, mm. anything like that, mm. you know, and how I've interpreted this mm. and how I chose to react on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the same with somebody else. If I say something and somebody doesn't take my truth for what it is, that's on them and right. how they viewed it, mm. uh, or they lashed out on me because of maybe past experiences in their lives mm. or how they see other things. Mm. But if you see like that, the decisions that they make on how they talk, they react or anything like that, mm. you know, is based on them and not you, mm-hmm. then that brings so much peace to both mm-hmm. sides to mm-hmm. be able to view it that way. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, that was on me because right. that was my choice. Right. I made the choice to say this. Mm-hmm. You know, I made the choice to lie. Mm-hmm. I made the choice to to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I made the choice to yell at that person for absolutely no reason, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then how do I go about doing that? Well, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, why did I make choose to make that decision right. you know and then you can break things down and kind of like pull back those layers mm. and then find a piece with yourself mm. so like i said i feel like it all just starts with lying Whew. 
Olivia, you got to be sweating, girl. I'm like, damn, this is crazy, man. Like, But that's so real. And I feel like that is literally the f- a, a very fundamental issue with pretty much everyone, especially in America. Like, like honesty. What did Nipsey say? He said, all of that, oh, is absolute honesty. Yes. Keep it 100. Yes. That's what they all say. You know what I'm saying? Listen to what Nip said and what Olivia said, y'all. Okay? Yeah. Be honest. Be your authentic self. Whew, I got I got some soul searching to do after this <laughs> podcast. I'm like, damn, like I, I'm thinking about my life. I'm like, man, I need to be honest with myself and shit. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna tell you that it died. Um, but uh, thank you. But talk a little bit about um, uh, your classes here. Kind of, um, you know, I know you started off uh, just doing. I think you started off like subbing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like subbing, and then you like I want. I got this idea for a class called Empowered in Hills, and then you, you know, got the idea to do a, funda- a fundamentals class, which I think is really dope. Um, so let the people know about that. But before you do, folks, if you're just now tuning in, I have Olivia Ryan in the building. Okay, she is level up staff, homegirl, all that trainer to be or is. I don't know. A lot of things. <laughs> Master's degree coming soon. Uh, <laughs> dancer, choreographer, Hills, bam go <laughs> <laughs> um well getting into the heels thing uh i started taking like burlesque classes mm-hmm. um but then i started dancing with uh charnel and uh then later got into putting on my heels and then getting comfortable in my heels and said uh this is so for me mm-hmm. and this is something that i want to do shout out to Chanel, by the way for uh training me with me working with me um training underneath her was something just real and just being able to be in that environment and being in here and, and kind of like already taking what I wanted, what I felt and being open to applying that to my dance. Mm-hmm. And, and I always had that side of me where I was like, I just want to let this out, but I always have to hold it in mm. and giving myself that space to be okay with that was a really big part of me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she really helped me out with a lot of that. And she literally, um, gave me the opportunity to come in here and dance and apply these things and say, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And then I remember one time I was like, I have some choreography. I just want to teach it real quick. And cause like I said, I've done choreography. Mm-hmm, I've been mm-hmm, teaching, mm-hmm. but I was like, I always had so many things in my head and you know, me and another friend, you know, we would go in my house and just choreograph and teach each other mm-hmm. and dance in my living room all the time. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just need to call somebody. I needed to do this choreography. Can I teach you? So I called, you know, went to the studio, taught, and then I showed her the choreography. She's like, you need to be subbing or you need mm-hmm. to be doing this, da, da, da. And it's something I wanted to do anyways. Mm-hmm. But again, like I wanted to take classes and train again because I was always at a good space. I, I was always quick at picking up choreography and different things like that. But there were always things that I didn't like or wanted to work on. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, working with her, working with, you know, different people, different choreographers around here gave me the space to explore my choreography and learn from them and because mm. they were somebody that I wanted to aspire to be like right. um, when it came to that field and being able to be surrounded by that and watch that I was like able to also take classes out in LA take classes mm-hmm. from other different instructors that mm-hmm. came here and learn how they taught mm-hmm. and find I, I, I like to be very self-aware mm-hmm. so I like to know like well what about this class did I like what mm-hmm. about this class helped me mm-hmm. what words 
helped me. Mm. Um, when I'm teaching myself, what am I working on personally? So mm -hmm. I like to bring that to my classes. Right, um, right. I like to say, all right, well, I was working on this. These are the things that I told myself. These are the things that I watched. Mm -hmm. These are the things I, I could break down, which is also how my training helps me as well, is mm. knowing when to sit in a pocket, knowing mm. when to sit in that hip, knowing which joints, which things that we have to strengthen mm -hmm. if you can't get up from this, stuff like that. And that's what I want to do is I want to be able to help somebody who might not be able to sit and mm -hmm. say, I need to, to sit more in this hip to show more of this, or mm -hmm. I need to arch this, I need to bend this, and or I need to strengthen or get more flexibility in my hamstrings to mm -hmm. pop up like this, mm -hmm. and be able to help them with that and mm -hmm. see where they need to grow. But like I said, I don't want to just teach a class. I want to teach something where somebody could take a life lesson, mm -hmm. somebody could take something home mm -hmm. and they can work on. I like to film my classes for them to take home mm -hmm. and they can watch it and not just for me to post something. Ding, 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 ding. Somebody get the phone, man. <laughs> we live, man. We live, man. See, you know, we always working here at Level Up Family, so we apologize. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, all of those, you know, people helped me bring this. But I, when she was like, you know, you should be subbing, it was, like, my first thing where I was like, that's what I wanted because I've been wanting to do it. Mm -hmm. And I've been wanting to learn and grow and take classes until I got to a point where I, I was happy because you're mm -hmm. going to be your, your hardest critic. And even though I got what I wanted, you know, from that validation from other people, I was like, I need that validation from myself that, that this is what I wanted. Right, right. And um, it's always nice to have those little checkpoints. Mm -hmm. And it, it really made me feel like, this hard work that I've been working on is paying off. Mm -hmm. So when she asked me to sub her classes, absolutely. Right. And that's something that I've learned is like, even if you're not ready for something, go for it. Take that opportunity right, and find right. out how to do it later. Right, right. And that was something that was big for me because I can't tell you how many times, you know, myself, anybody can be like, you're not good enough or you don't know how to do this. And mm -hmm. your anxiety builds up or your mm -hmm. fear builds up. And I have to just tell myself clearly, like recognize that I'm having those feelings right. and tell myself, you know that that's a lie. Right. You know that these aren't real. These are just irrational thoughts and mm -hmm. feelings that you're having right now. Mm -hmm. Push past them and say, all right, well, what do I got to do to make this happen? All right, well, I want to have, I want to execute this. I want to help get this through mm -hmm. in my classes. You already know how to do it. Just go do it. Mm -hmm. And I would pretend like I was happy or not scared mm -hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Right. And just do it because right. I knew that I knew how to do it. But mm -hmm. my mind, our minds talk negative so much mm -hmm. that we have to keep telling ourselves positive so much. Mm -hmm. That's what I bring to my classes. Okay. So when I teach a heels class, like everybody has something different. And I love that thing that when people were promoting, like none of this is competition. Mm -hmm. We literally are all working together and mm -hmm. every choreographer that you work with is gonna bring something different. Right, You're gonna learn something different from each person. I love the, the uplifting when we're promoting each other, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Having back-to-back -back classes and having everybody go where they need to go because mm -hmm. I've learned so many different things from taking you know, this person's class and this person's class, this might be more you know of a contemporary class this might be more of this but they're both in the same realm right. of heels maybe right. you know and um being open and learning i want people to know like everybody started somewhere mm, and a lot true. of us you know you we started from the bottom you, right. you start from scratch and so some people want to come to a class and say that's what i want to look right, like right. the first time they walk but into it's a class, a class. I, exactly. I, oh that gets them under my <laughs> skin they're like i can't do it no shit bruh <laughs> <laughs> You're learning how to do it. Exactly. Like, be a student. It's okay. Exactly. You know? yeah. And that's my biggest thing to promote is like you got to start somewhere, but you just have to start. Right. So I want to welcome people to my class who are just so scared. Just <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that. Hit the mic. <laughs> but um, so my fundamentals class, I wanted to have that because there's nothing else in the city that is teaching people how to dance in heels, right. like technically. Right. And um, like I said, that's where my training comes in as well. I want somebody to come in at any level and say, um. 
I want to grow on my skill. Mm -hmm. So come in at this level and I'll teach you how to uh, grow from where you are to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. It's working yourself into finding your style, your pocket, mm -hmm. and what you want to look like for yourself. Right. Um, so I'll give you a skeleton, I'll teach you the basics, I'll teach you technique, I'll teach you fundamentals, but this is a class where we can work on um, how to walk in your heels, how to stand tall in your heels, how to not have those down moments where you're breaking character while you're dancing, mm -hmm. uh, how to do floor work, hair work, um, balance. Because mm -hmm. uh, when you're dancing in heels. <laughs> if I had some help, oh shit, <laughs> 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 Um. But for real, like, and that's a skill when you're mm. dancing with your hair, when mm -hmm. you're dancing with a hat on, right. when you're dancing with a big shirt, you mm -hmm. know, anything, those are all props. Mm -hmm. You have to learn how to dance with them because you can't dance the same as if you, I couldn't dance the same as short hair as I did with long hair, right. you know. My neck used to really hurt, and I'm used to whipping it real it. quick. Like, ain't nothing going, ain't nothing <laughs> I don't going. do it that much anymore. <laughs> I, can, I can have some more neck strength uh, back. Right, right. But um, I, that's what my fundamentals class focuses on, is that technique coming in at a basic at an intermediate at an advanced level and growing to whatever you need to work mm -hmm. on and doing that. My uh, Empowered in Heels class is exactly what it is. I want a class where people can come in, uh, engage with me, engage with the other people, not be intimidated. Granted, my uh, class is more of an intermediate advanced class, but I, if I promote like a red light special class, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. always a slow and sexy, mm -hmm. feel good, beginner, open level class. Um, but something that I don't ever want and I try to stay true to in every aspect of my life is I don't want to stray from what I initially wanted to do with my classes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. just to get people right. just to gain um clout you know mm -hmm, what I'm saying mm -hmm. just to gain Ooh. what was that oh. um but I I don't want to I don't want to lose my purpose of the class just because um I'm trying not to do something else. Like right. when you're dancing all the time and you you are starting to get repetitive, mm -hmm. I try to get myself out of that. Like, all right, well, let me try to move this way. Let me mm -hmm. say, all right, well, let me try to do all floor work today, mm -hmm. all standing work because that's something I need to work on. Like I try to find a niche for that class. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and that was something really big is I want to make sure that I'm not watering down too because mm -hmm. that's not going to help my students right. i want to make sure that you're coming in and you're pushing yourself mm -hmm. i don't want you to just come to a class just so you can look good at the end of class mm -hmm. i want you to learn right. grow push yourself right. um push past what's comfortable for mm -hmm. you whether it's one small thing but come in and i always say this is what we're working on today mm -hmm. but come in with one thing in mind that you want to work on whether mm -hmm. it's being able to look at yourself in the mirror um, being able to think that you're sexy, mm -hmm. being able to use your arms differently, mm -hmm. um, not pausing in between your motions, taking your time, mm -hmm. breathing, mm -hmm. like any small thing that you watch yourself and say, because I just had somebody say, I watch myself and I love this video. And the mm -hmm. more I watch it, the more I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But that's a good thing. It's, right. it's to say, oh, I loved it, which means it is good. Right. You know, and now you can you're say, exactly. Right. Now you're growing. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You're watching yourself. You're growing to see how you want to move next. You try it next time and you see what's different. Mm -hmm. And it's about proprioception. Does what I feel right now match what I am looking at right mm. now. I can tell you how many times where I'm like, I just messed up that whole thing. I watched, I was like, oh, that was perfect. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice. Right. But um, I also had other times where I'm like, oh, that felt really good. And I watched mm -hmm. it, I was like, that's not what I wanted. So if I'm sitting this way and I look at myself in my mirror, utilize that time where you mm -hmm. get to be in front of the mirror and say, I feel this, that's what I look like. Let me keep doing this. Mm -hmm. So when I turn away from the mirror, I feel it. Mm -hmm. So now I know what it looks like right. because I already knew what it looked like when I felt that the last time. Right. So that's what I want to teach my students in my class is come learn and grow about 
um, those small little things because we're going to grow in life. And that's what I, I learned this week is those small things of where somebody says, I can barely look at myself in the mirror, mm. but yet you go out here and you kill it and you look amazing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yet they still can't look at themselves and think that they're sexy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's about breaking down so many barriers so you could take this out into life and live the real world. So those are what my classes are about. And I don't ever want to um, lose that authentic- authenticity just because I want to gain something else from somebody else mm. or be greedy or anything like that. I want to be very true mm. to every student that walks in here, no matter how many students that I have. And I want to be able to touch somebody, help somebody um, feel good anytime that they leave my class. So Bill, somebody go grab the Kleenex, bro. <laughs> Shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like, I, I really feel that because like our mission is to make dance, art, music accessible in life, not just the classroom, and you literally just said that. <laughs> and I'm just like, you are literally the epitome of level up submission. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to uh, make a few comments. Uh, the one thing I, I, I really dig is like meeting people where they where where they are. I feel like a, a, what makes a really good teacher is being able to say, hey, oh, you're a beginner, or you're intermediate, or you're advanced. All right, where do you want to go? Okay, great. And like being okay with like starting them there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, I think um, a lot of, in my, in my experience, a lot of classes just like, doesn't matter where you're at, we're just gonna learn this choreo, we're gonna get it done, and then we're done, you know? But it's like meeting them where they are and actually giving them something that they can like take home and, and mm-hmm. things like that. That's so super, super powerful. Um, the, what was the second thing? Oh, the, the not doing it for clout thing, I think is is key, you know what I mean? Because it's like, for me, it's like, I'm very big on like foundation but also very big on history. I like test test my students. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, what is this move called? Where does this come from? Who was the founder of this? You know, when did this happen? And like, I this is what I'm teaching in my, that's why I decided to not teach any beginner hip hop, just strictly popping, because I was like, I wanna stay true to my style, to what makes me feel comfortable for what I'm passionate about. And mm-hmm. so, um, but the reason why I'm saying that is because I feel like, as you said, I don't wanna do this to try to get people to come just to you know, look good. I think you, when you take that approach, that's how you you find and create loyal customers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People who like really, like love to come to your class because it's they can they can sense like oh this person really is trying to help me become a better dancer, exactly. like you know or a better person really. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think that's super important. And a lot of dance teachers can learn a thing or two from Miss Olivia here. Yeah. Um, but that's beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're sweet, welcome. Sweet, sweet. Uh, <laughs> so, family, we're, we're winding down uh, because Pat keep making mad noise in the background. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <coughs> but, um, yeah, I have uh, just a few more questions for you. Um, dope. When's your class? My so classes <laughs> are, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's time important. <laughs> uh, I teach every Wednesday. Uh, 7.30 to 8.30 is my fundamental technique in heels class. Uh, and then my 8.30 to 9.30 is my Empowered in Heels class. Mm. Possibly changing the time, just a little shift uh, starting the next year, but we'll talk about that later, and I'll give you an update on that. Follow my IG page, Livid Identity, L-I-V-I-D underscore identity, um, to keep all my updates on um, my classes and when, you know, there's any shifts or if weather coming up mm-hmm. lately, if there's, you know, if they ever cancel anything at the studio, I'll mm-hmm. give you an update on that as well. Yes. Uh, or if there's any subs, anything like that. But yes, every Wednesday, 7.30 to 8.30 and 8.30 to 9.30. Come out and chill with me. You heard it, family, right here on the Level Up Podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, all right, so for my last question, because you already did answered 
the second to last question by giving them your IG. So you already got her IG. I'll I'll, I'll make her say it again. Uh, but um, this is a very important question. I, I I know you've watched this show. Blah blah blah. Um, but you know, I, for me, it's like it's all about young people. And when I think of young people, I don't just think kids. I think people in their teens, in their early twenties, even thirties. Like we're I'm not old. Sorry. Okay, I'm a young. I, I could be 60 for real, and I'm not. <laughs> that's 30 years away. You know that's what I mean? Lot. Like, think about that. That's not exactly. old. Um, so I'm not – well, that would be old. So if you're oh, 60, you no old, fam. Psych, no. <laughs> Kidding. No, joke. Yeah, that's, a, that's a joke. You young. You got this. It's all up here. Psych, no. <laughs> but, you know, for anybody that's like – and, um, you know, watching this that might want to um, get, into, get into dance or, like, hills or – getting you know go back to school to pursue something that they they really have in their heart or if they're having trouble um you know f facing themselves or being honest with themselves or just anything like that if they're like imagine as a younger you mm -hmm. sitting there <laughs> like what should i do with my life here is my younger yeah. me oh so you need to teach her th never mind Oh. Keep my kind. I'm just kidding. Love you. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> so what advice would you give to a young person that that might be watching this or listening to this podcast that um, might aspire to do the same type of work that you do, or and, and that might be facing some roadblocks, etc. Um, I would just say 100 percent, uh, be patient. Mm. Um, your life nowadays, like everybody's like, I need this now. I need this mm. now. I need to succeed now. I need to complete this now. Um. And that's not how life works. Mm. We need to take time, take the time to build a stable foundation um, with anything that you're doing, because time will be sustainable when it comes to the long run. Mm. Um, if you put in that work, those small little things will add up, and that's what's going to keep you. And that's the same with something when it comes to loyalty and stuff. Like mm. everybody used to be like, "Well, why do you take the time to message each person and check up on all these people and do this and the other?" Because in the long run, those are the people that are going to know that I cared because I mm. took the time to show that I cared. Right. You know, responding to every comment that I get mm -hmm. um, means a lot to me. Right. And um, that builds that loyalty because if you sh to show somebody that you take the time, when I get a card in the mail, when I get a message anything like that i was like just the fact that you took the time because i know how busy i get mm -hmm. and i'm like well i just don't have the time to do this or just to take my time to remember mm -hmm. that small little gesture means a lot to me mm -hmm. so i want to show that to somebody else because mm -hmm. uh it's never like oh well you're just trying to to latch on or try to do this no that means a lot to me i don't mm -hmm. care what your purpose is because you didn't have to do that mm -hmm. you know so take that time reach out to your people be genuine with people be genuine to yourself mm -hmm. uh be honest with yourself um, but be patient. Um, take your time. Compartmentalize, because that's what I had to do. I had so many ideas. I have a lot of things in the works, by the way. Keep an eye out. <laughs> um, so very happy. So very proud. A lot of things I've been work working on a lot. But it's very overwhelming. Mm. And you want to do everything all at once, but learn how to say no. Mm. Uh, I would say 100% be patient. Be honest with yourself. Compartmentalize. And take one thing at a time. What was the last thing I just said that I meant to do? Um, yeah, but anyways, right. yeah, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, um, take one thing at a time and, um, compartmentalize everything because, oh, learn how to say no. That's oh, what it yeah. is. Learn okay. how to say I no like, because you, 
you want to do everything, you mm. can't do everything. Right. And even if you do want to do everything, spread it out. Mm -hmm. You know, complete certain things. Give yourself time to do what you need to do in that time frame. Uh, but set those goals. Mm -hmm. um, and a goal is a written goal. Write mm -hmm. it down. Give it a time frame. Be specific. Mm -hmm. And I mean that thoroughly. Uh, Ten years, five years, one year, three months, one month, one week, per day. Mm -hmm. You know, daily goals are so important. But if I, mm -hmm. for me... My anxiety came from, you know, helping my anxiety came from checklists. Mm. So I write everything down as, as much detail as I can because the more checks I see, the more I feel like I accomplished, right. whether it's just brush your teeth, mm. wash your hair. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like, I didn't forget something. Right. And if I know I didn't forget something, then I know that my free time is time that I have right. that's free, that for, I'm not going to for forget real, anything. Because right. I, I I'll sit there, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have something else I need to do. I need to, you mm. know, whatever. So just be patient. Take that time. Organize your life. You mm. know what I'm saying? When you get stressed, ask for help. Mm, um, that's a big one, family. Get your, literally, uh, get that mental state straight. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like something's off, ask for help. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Talk to somebody. Write something down. Mm -hmm. But just try to make sure that, you know, if you have anxiety, that's a sign. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, let's shift something. Mm -hmm. and, and, and just recognize your feelings. Reco acknowledge your feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Embrace your feelings because what you're feeling is very valid mm -hmm. no matter what it is. Um, don't compete with mm -hmm. anybody else. Compete with yourself, your better mm -hmm. self, and live what you truly feel is what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and if that means you got to give up certain things, if you got to give up mom and dad's money mm -hmm. to do what you want to do, then right. do that. It's, if you feel like, oh, well, I can't do this because they said this, well, if you're taking their money, then you're living by their rules. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you feel like I need to take a step back and do what I love to do, right. then be like, all right, cool. You know, I'm going to do this. This isn't going to be your burden. This is going to be my burden, mm -hmm. and I'm going to do what I love to do. Right. So take that time. Um, be self-aware. Um, take responsibility. Um, for yourself mm -hmm. and for your actions, for your choices and everything like that, and be okay with whatever mm -hmm. it is. Life is not perfect, and realize you will never be perfect. Never. You will always mess up. You can make a meal prep plan, but you're not going to follow that to a T 24-7. Right. You will mess up. Your road will be bumpy. I'm like, shit, I love my lunch. Dang it. <laughs> I didn't mean to eat that piece of pie today, but it, it was really, really good. Right. Um, yeah, so all of those things. Just mm. so important to me that I wish I would have known a long time ago. It will take time. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to ha find your own aha moments, you know, but listen to people who are talking to you because they probably know what they're talking about, mm -hmm. even though you might not always agree, but you will have your aha moment mm -hmm. when it, it's done back to you. And then mm -hmm. you're like, mm, that's mm -hmm. the thing we're talking about. Right. You know, it's always that parent syndrome. You know, your parents know mm -hmm. you were like, ah, shoot, I should have listened to them before. Right. But you had to, you had to learn. Man. You had to learn. I, I, it's like when I moved here to Pittsburgh, it was like my, after my first year of college and I went back home. I was like, damn, ma, you was right. <laughs> Yo, was like right. being on my own, 18, no food, mm -hmm. in college, I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't want any peanut butter toast anymore. <laughs> I swear that was my life, peanut like, butter I toast. Swear to God. I was like, ma, thank you for everything. Please send me a care package. <laughs> oh, man, that's so real. Sorry, I didn't mean to put that. That nope. one hit me. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. That's crazy. And even oh, like man. my dad, like he used to, you know, that's what he did too is he, you know, coached he trained he, mm. he went to school for stuff like that you know and he would write up workout plans for me for like basketball mm, and for all mm. these other different things and I was like okay I'll do that and I didn't and now he's gone and I can't ask mm. him anymore and I'm like he was right and mm. I, I wish I would have listened and mm. now I wish I could talk to him I can't right. you know what I'm saying so don't take anything for granted don't take a second of life for granted but don't live your life like you're gonna you know 
miss out on the world mm-hmm. enjoy it you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying work for your passion but right. don't forget to live life in the process mm. yeah beautiful we're gonna give her a couple snaps again family because she just <sighs> jewels like pat can't Aww. snap he got a he got a hurt thumb he got weak thumbs, man. It's like the hard. Oh no. <laughs> family, this is this has been episode fifty three of the Level Up Podcast. Before we go, Olivia, if there's anybody who would like to reach out to you, might want you to train them or whatever, where can they find you? Um, you can find me on my Facebook page, just Olivia Ryan, O L I V I A, last name R Y A N. Um on my Instagram, Livid Identity, L I V I D underscore identity. Let Olivia give you my identity. Mm. Um if anybody ever knew I'm not an angry person, uh, it's not, I'm not very livid all the time. Um, mm. But that would be the best way to find me. Email me, Olivia M Ryan 23 at gmail.com. That's M as in money. Um, but yes, feel free to email me. Um, contact me, slide in my DMs real quick in the proper way. Um, not anything inappropriate. Please thank please, you so please, much. Please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would uh, love to work with anybody. Like I said, I, I will. You know, reach out to anybody who who needs my help. My hand is out there. Mm. You heard it, family. She said a lot of stuff, so I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> but anywho, if you want to check us out, please check me out, your boy, at The Mind of Quinn on all social media outlets. Of course, check out my website, www.marioquinn.com. And also check out Level Up PGH uh, on all social medias and our website, levelupphgh.com. Come take class. Her class is every Wednesday, uh, 730 for her fundamentals. And uh, Pat was saying something, and not lost my thought. Uh, and 8.30 for her Empowered in Hills class, which is more of an intermediate advanced class. Um, and Everybody also, welcome. Everyone's welcome, though. So come through, come true. It's real. Also, don't forget, this Friday is First Friday, so please come Ooh. down and check out the art that we will have up. I forget who our featured artist is, Rocco or something. Rocco something or other. I don't know his last name. or Is it a he or a girl? Okay, you never know these days. Anywho, uh, but yeah, <laughs> come through Friday. There'll be some art, some some dancing, some good stuff going on, family. But thank you, everyone, uh, for tuning in uh, to this episode. This has been episode 53 of the Level Up Podcast. Peace and love. Gotta give it up. Yeah, started from the bottom, but I climbed my way up. Level Up Studios, that was all up in my thoughts. But I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Whoa, whoa, gotta give it up. I started from the bottom, but I climbed my way up. Yeah. Level up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. So I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Whoa, I build my business the organic way. I pay my dues so I can live this.